So a UFO crash lands in Las Vegas, Nevada. Is this aliens? Are these demons? Or is this a conspiracy? Or is this some crazy hoax? This is what happened. A UFO crash landed in Las Vegas, Nevada in someone's backyard, apparently. It was caught on camera, multiple tapes, multiple cameras, uh, police dash cams. And then we have this eyewitness report from these three people that apparently saw it and also witnessed these strange creatures. I'm about to jump into what the news actually reported, but here's what's even crazier than that whole story and that idea is that all of this was actually prophesied ahead of time in, in very great detail, and it was six days in advance, and I'm about to show you that as well. So <laughs> this may be the strangest video you watch all day, but I believe that people are going to have encounters with God as they watch this video this is the video I shared on April 24th. I heard a prophetic word from God. The power of God came over me. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me, and I shared this. You can go verify in the original video called, I know this sounds crazy, but God showed me a UFO. That's the title of the video. That link is below this video on YouTube. You can also search for Troy Black UFO video on YouTube. This is what I shared in that video. I saw a vision of a UFO or a flying saucer crash landed and sticking up out of the dirt in a desert area that had small shrubs, red dirt, small desert bluffs or mountains in the back. And then I got this impression from the Lord that a UFO would crash land in Nevada, specifically in Nevada. And the, the UFO I also described looking like kind of a one man spaceship kind of like a UFO you would see, flying saucer you would see in a kid's cartoon or something like that. But that was the prophetic message I shared. You can go watch that video to verify. That was April 24th when I shared that video. Six days later, this is what happened. Here's the here's a screenshot of the original video. If you need help finding it, April 24th, 2023. This is what happened, came out in the news six days later, okay? This article is from... 8 News Now, Las Vegas, and it's titled 100% They're Not Human. Witness Details Alleged Alien Encounter in Las Vegas. Now, this was released on June 8th, so uh, about a month and a half later after this incident, or two months later, but they're talking about an event that happened on near, near midnight on April 30th and was reported on, about on May 1st, that next day. So it was only six days after I shared that original. Here are the screenshots. So what happened was just before midnight, on April 30th, sky watchers across several Western states saw a bright fireball streak through the heavens. Here's a couple screenshots of what they actually show in the news broadcast. And here's the crazy thing. A police officer in the area recorded the object on his vehicle's dash camera and also a rain camera recorded a strange noise that sounded like a crash. Now, they did not connect this story to the eyewitness account until later, and that's why everyone started reporting on it recently. This story was picked up by Fox News, by ABC News. I'm sure it's going to be picked up by more. Over the last couple of days, everybody's been reporting on it. The original video has over 5.5 million views now. This is what happened. This is the story they're connecting with that UFO crash landing. They're not sure what that object was. That same night, shortly after that, two brothers and their father were working in their yard. And here's an image of the yard here where it supposedly crash landed. And they saw a sparkling object come crashing down. And they said it felt like a shockwave. So here's an actual image from one of them. 
either doing a YouTube video or responding, uh, you know, to the news uh, team or something like that. They described what they felt as a shockwave. They then went on to report two large eight to 10 foot non-human looking beings in their backyard. And they actually have, if you go watch the news broadcast, you can see um, the, uh, or you can hear the audio of their call to the police shortly after the object crashed. And then saying that there's these eight to 10 foot non-human looking beings in their backyard. They reported them as uh, being not human, 100% not human. And they also said that they were, quote unquote, frozen when they locked eyes with these creatures. Like they couldn't pull out their camera to record them, that kind of stuff. So now some people are watching this and thinking, well, this sounds nuts. You know, we see a lot of different UFO reports happen in Las Vegas area, in Nevada, that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's not uncommon, but this is what I believe has happened here is that this is prophecy being fulfilled six days later after I shared that video. Very accurate. A UFO crash landing in Nevada. Here's what I believe God was not saying in that. OK, I don't believe that God is saying, OK, Christians, y'all need to be scared of aliens. Y'all need to be concerned. Here's something that's concerning me. So y'all need to be concerned. God is absolutely not saying that. OK, why? Because we have not been given a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind, the Holy Spirit as believers. So what is God saying through this? This is what I believe God was saying, is he knew what the headlines were going to be. He knew this was going to be a big breaking news story. He knew what people were going to be saying about it. And so there, therefore, ahead of time, he said, hey, I already know what people are going to say before they ever come out and say it, before any of this goes down, whether this is real aliens, whether it's just a demonic thing, whether it's a conspiracy whether it's a bit, one big grand hoax, to be honest, I don't know. That's my per perspective on this. I don't know, but I do know what God said ahead of time. And I knew, I know that he knew what people were going to be reporting on. And he knew that this is something that was going to come out in the news. And that's why he gave me that word ahead of time and asked me to share it publicly. So this is the other word that I heard and I shared in that video. If you haven't watched the original video, I encourage everyone to go watch it because I, I actually shared seven attributes of a real encounter with God in that video. And I heard this prophetic word that I shared there. The Lord said, people are looking for encounters. He's not just talking about alien encounters here. He's talking about that, but also encounters of any kind, right? Supernatural encounters. He said, you should might as well encounter something real. And then he said, Jesus is real and you can encounter him in the secret place. I am here to tell every single person listening, and I encourage you to share this video with everybody that the Lord leads you to share it with. I am here to tell you that Jesus Christ is real, that the Father is real, and that he sent Jesus to the earth as a man and as the perfect son of God to live a per perfect life, to make no mistakes, and then to die on a cross, taking the punishment for all of the world's sins upon himself. And I had an encounter with God over 10 years ago that confirmed that truth to me. I literally crashed. I was driving a vehicle. There were seven people in the car. Two people were in the back trunk area of this SUV without seatbelts on, in the trunk. And we went over through a fence, over a hill, and then we rolled several times down this hill. And the car was completely mangled and destroyed. And I remember looking over when we stopped, and I saw that the roof was caved in where my friend was sitting next to me. And he was his body was literally hanging out the broken window. And listen, I thought, I thought that he was, I, I thought he was dead in that moment. But we all walked away from that crash with minimal cuts, minimal. And, and the, the main thing that happened, actually, somebody, while they were crawling out the window, got their finger hurt. 
that happened after the car stopped rolling. And I walked away from that experience and I said, God, I didn't know what to think about you up until now. I, did, I wasn't sure if he was there. I wasn't sure if he could ever forgive me for the things that I had done in my life. But I knew that God had saved me for a reason. I had an encounter in that moment. And that encounter led me to start seeking God every day. And I got on my knees every single night and I started to read the Bible. And I said, God, I need to know if you're there because I need to know if I can be ever forgiven for the crazy sins that I've committed. And here's what happened. I started to read about the Holy Spirit in Scripture. And God encounters his people today through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. And one night as I was laying on the floor, I'd been reading the Bible. I thought if I could talk to God, he would point out all my sins and all my failures. And he would say, this is what you have to do to make up for all the bad you've done. And instead, the Holy Spirit spoke very cl clearly and concisely to me. And he said, Troy, the Father loves you and Jesus died for you so that you could be completely forgiven of all your sins. And in that moment, I believed what he was saying. And I knew I was hearing from the God of the universe through that still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And I got up and I ran around the room and I did jumping jacks because there was so much joy flooding my heart. And listen, y'all, here's the evidence that that was a real encounter. It wasn't the feeling. It wasn't the voice. The evidence was the next day I woke up and my sin habits that I could never get rid of had broken off of me and the anger and the depression and the weight of guilt and shame that I could not get rid of that was causing me to only sleep for three hours a night suddenly broke off of me and I was free. The word says, he who the son says free is free indeed. See, I had an encounter with Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can have that right now today, right now. See, the Holy Spirit is here. I sense his presence here. But more than that, the word of God, Jesus says, I will be with you always. I'm going to go with you to the end of the age. Why was he saying that? He said he, he said that to his disciples and to us because he commissioned us to preach the good news. And when he commissioned us to preach the good news, he also sent the Holy Spirit to empower us so that people could have encounters with God and know this is not just a message. This is not just a story, but Jesus is real. And the good news can actually change my life. The good news is so simple. We've all messed up beyond repair in our own strength. We can't fix our sin problem and sin separates us from God for eternity. But Jesus came out of eternity and he bore the punishment for our sins, which is, is death upon himself. And when he did that, he gave us the opportunity to be completely forgiven and to be seen as right before God or righteous before God when we believe in him. When we turn away from sin and we turn to Jesus, listen, all you need to do today is turn to Jesus. I don't care if you've been saved for 25 years. If you, Even if you're in that place where you're having uh, a sin, sin habits that you can't break off of you, maybe you feel like there's generational curses or curses from other things or you know spiritual warfare, whatever it is, Jesus Christ can break that off in an instant. And instead of looking at all those things, I'm encouraging you today, and I feel by the presence of God here and the voice of the Holy Spirit that God is saying, stop looking at all of that junk and start looking at Jesus on the cross, and those things will begin to break off of you. When you believe, I hear the Lord saying, when you believe in what my son has done for you at the cross, those things have to go, and they don't come back. The weight of it does not have to come back. Instead, I'm going to fill you with the Holy Spirit, and you're going to move forward in power the same way the believers at the day of Pentecost moved forward in power, empowered by the Lord to preach the good news. You're going to move forward in, in power today after this moment when I empower you. So I am encouraging every single person to do what Jesus said, Luke 11, 9 to 13. Whether you know God or not, I encourage you to do this right now. Jesus says, ask, seek, and knock. He says, you, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? I want you to ask right now, and I want you to believe. God's not going to give you the Holy Spirit because you've earned it. 
None of us have earned it. I'm not special. I'm not on here getting prophetic words from God because I'm special. I'm just like every single other person. I'm saved by grace. Every believer gets to be empowered. Every believer gets to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, God will work through believers in different ways and give us different gifts at different times. But every single believer gets to receive the Holy Spirit. If you want to walk with God and you want to have a personal encounter with him that radically changes your life. And it's not a one-time encounter. It's an ongoing encounter. It's a relationship that happens every day. Right now, I am encouraging you to call out, to cry out to Jesus Christ right now, no matter where you are. Doesn't matter your past, doesn't matter the weight of the sin, it does not matter the fear of the future, it does not matter what needs you have, it does not matter what place you are physically or it, what health you're in right now. Cry out to Jesus Christ and you will encounter God today through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to pray and I want you to pray with me. The Holy Spirit is here because of what Jesus did on the cross. The Holy Spirit is willing to fill you with his presence, with his power, with his peace with his joy, with his love, with the fruit of the Spirit right now because of what Jesus did on the cross. The fire of the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist said, one is coming after me who's greater than I, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. That is the power of God in our lives. Supernatural power, empowerment. To say no to sin, to walk away from sin, to walk into righteousness, to walk by the Spirit, not by the flesh and to walk into the good calling that God has for us. God is reminding people of their callings right now. He's bringing it up to your mind. He's saying, that looks impossible for you, but I can empower you to complete and to fulfill that calling, even with the time you have left, I hear the Lord saying. And don't give up on it. Don't give up on my goodness. My Holy Spirit is right here to fill you. I want you to put your hands out if you can, and, and close your eyes if you can safely. If you can't, then just say it. Just say it out loud. Say, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit right now. Mm. Say, Lord, I need your presence in my life. Say, Jesus, I believe you died for me. And because of your blood that was spilled on my behalf, I get to be free right now in the name of Jesus. And I get to be filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I get to feel the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. I get to enjoy the love of the Father that the Holy Spirit pours out into my heart. I get to walk free from sin and shame and condemnation. I get to walk free from spiritual bondage. I get to walk into the freedom that the Holy Spirit brings. The word says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I speak freedom over you right now, every person listening, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I just declare a release of the Holy Spirit's power over every person's life right now because of the blood of Jesus. Because we're asking, Lord, I believe that you're willing, that you're able, that you're releasing the Holy Spirit right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And I believe people listening are going to experience evidences of the Holy Spirit's presence, the Holy Spirit's power. You may, you may feel tingling in your hands. You may feel a heat over your body. You may feel just a warm sensation. You may feel just a peace that you can't explain. You may, you may have to laugh because of the joy rising up in your heart right now. Mm. Many people are experiencing a relief from anxiety and worry. It's like you were so concerned, so worried, and then now suddenly in an instant, it's like, bam, 
what was I worried about? <laughs> what was I concerned about? That's the presence of the Holy Spirit. Listen, you can have that all the time. You can have that all the time. You don't have to stay in that place of anxiety. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. I hear the Lord saying, I have this for you all the time. Here's how we receive it, y'all. We prioritize our relationship with Jesus Christ daily. Yes, we read the word, but listen, we don't have to earn the Holy Spirit's presence and his power in our lives. We don't have to look, look how holy I've been this week. God, now I can prove that I, I'm worthy. None of us are ever worthy on our own. It's always the blood of Jesus. So when you feel worthy, then let the blood of Jesus humble you. When you feel unworthy, let the blood of Jesus cover you. You always get to remain in the presence of God. You always get to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You always get to hear from God. Why? Because you're his sheep, because he has covered you, and he is faithful because of his goodness, because of his sacrifice, not yours. So you can say, Lord, I don't feel like I deserve this today, but I believe I get to come boldly before the throne room of grace because of what Jesus did. And if you keep your eyes on Jesus, you'll begin to encounter God in radical ways. And then you wake up the next day and something has distracted you and you say, nope, Satan, I'm not going to look at that thing. I don't care if it's good or bad. I am going to look at Jesus today and I'm going to keep my eyes set on him and I'm going to believe what the word says about him and who I am in Christ. I encourage you to find scriptures that talk about who you are in Christ Jesus. Meditate on the scriptures. Look at them every single day. Begin to ask God, do I really believe this? If I don't, help me to believe this. The word says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It says, he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. That's who you are in Christ Jesus. That's why you get to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to release this word and then I'm going to finish the Lord is calling those listening into a more dramatic pursuit of the presence of God every single day. This is not a legalistic thing. This is not a burden on your shoulder. Listen, listen, this is a joy and it's an amazing experience in just understanding more and more the love of God every day, the grace of God, the goodness of God. It's like every single time we come into his presence, every single time we begin to seek him, every single time we lay everything down at his feet and we say, Lord, I need your help. <laughs> We understand more fully how amazing he is. And the word actually describes the love of Christ as it surpassing knowledge, meaning like we're going to understand more and more and more throughout eternity how great his love really is. But that starts now. Every day we get to learn more about the love of Christ. His love that has covered a multitude of sins. Has brought us into fellowship with God. Has brought us into the family. So Lord, I just thank you for releasing the fire of the Holy Spirit right now over every person in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want to encourage you all to do a few things. Number one, I want to encourage you to go watch the original video because of the message that I share along with that prophetic word. That link is below this one on YouTube. Also, if you're saying, hey, I need more evidence that God is actually speaking through you, I encourage you to go watch the recent Ecuador follow-up. The Lord prophesied a governmental branch shutdown in the country of Ecuador one year ahead before it happened, he prophesied it again one month before it happened, and I shared it both times, and then it happened. It recently happened. That link is below as well, just like the Lord said it was going to. And then I've also got a prophetic playlist of videos showing one fulfilled prophecy after another. The Lord is speaking very accurately, very clearly 
And it's not me, y'all. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. And the messages that he's wanting the body of Christ to receive during this time, not the words of knowledge. Those are just the way God is. That's, that's just the platform God is using. It's, it's the prophetic encouragements and the teachings and the, the message of Jesus Christ. That's what the Lord is preaching. That's what he's wanting us to hear. And then also I have two summary videos that just so show quick, brief summaries. Those links are below as well of many prophetic words getting fulfilled one after another. I encourage you to go watch those and then please share this with somebody. Please, please, please share this video because I believe people are going to encounter God when they watch it. And I believe people who have never encountered God are going to have evidence of God being real, of God speaking, and then also an opportunity to encounter the presence of God in a real way. So I love y'all so much. I hope that this has been encouraging and I will see you next time.